We welcome to the show Adrian Hoffman. Thank you for having me. And so Adrian uh, is a representative of, or he is one of the barons of Barossa. Um, you know, you, the red and, and gold gowns and all of the regal, you know, you've got your, your um, tasting. Yeah, got my <laughs> tasting. So, yeah, that, so that's, that's, uh, that's uh, stock standard if uh, we go to a barons event. Uh, the gowns only get uh, brought out for... Uh, uh, I suppose um, formal events. So yeah. um, declaration of vintage is one of those events that we bring it out for. So that sort of happens. The uh, um, uh, second, second, uh, um, I think it's the third, uh, second Sunday in um, our February. So yeah. we do a declaration of vintage, and then we have um, induction dinners as well. So um, where we induct more barons into, I suppose, the fraternity. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, how many? How many do you induct in a year? Uh, generally, we might, we may end up with. Um, sort of six, um, but depending on how many um, take up the call as well. So um, they get invited to be a part of the Barons. So yeah. people that sort of looking at, it's not just wine, um, the wine industry, we're also looking at gastronomy as well, yeah. um, tourism. Um, we've got counsellors on as, as well. So people that sort of uphold um, and look at, the, I suppose, the Barossa and uphold the, uh, I suppose, the values and, and the traditions of the Barossa and, I suppose, encouraging people to keep on, um, you know, being part of the Barossa as well. So they've, they've put quite a bit into the Barossa already, but what we're doing, doing then is asking them actually to do more again. So yes. to, to, to go out and support the, support the Barossa. To sing yeah. for their supper. Just, how long has Barons of Barossa been around? Um, it was it was actually founded in '75. So um, if you know you know names of Sepults and Lehmans mm. and um, Gramp, and if you know those names, they're the they're the people that actually founded the Barons back in '75. So we're coming up to 50 years, yeah. um, and over that period of time, there's been a, over 150 Barons with um, with, with um, still about 100 Barons with you know that are still alive today. So that'll be uh, some party. I was I about reckon. to say, what a 50 year <laughs> anniversary! <laughs> what sort of wines are you pulling up for that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think all the barons are very quite generous with the wines that they bring. We, you know, we got a fantastic cellar here now as well. But yeah. uh, I think it's always interesting to see what uh, what some of the barons do pull out of their cellar at some of the functions as well. So, mm. um, you know, wine, wines that have got this ageability about them and, and you know very soft, whether whether it be a you know an Eden Valley Riesling or, or a Barossa Shiraz. Mm. Mm. We've uh, Jill and I have been eyeing off the cellar. For <laughs> yeah, I know. We've pretty hard. The door this it is locked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Adrian, maybe that's a good um, segue to, to tell us a little bit about what the cellar is and what it actually does and, um, you know, what, 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 why is it here? Well, the Barons Baron, have been on a bit of a journey, um, so they've always been out supporting, I suppose, regional um, uh, community, um, doing the school wine events, uh, school uh, wine programs as well. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, there was no real home for, um, I suppose, the people of the Barossa in, in the wine industry. Um, uh, so what, what uh, a group of Barons then got together, and this was nearly 10 years in the making, but back in um, 2000, uh, 2011 they started collecting wines, but they didn't have anywhere to house or store the wines. So the idea of a, a cellar, um, a regional cellar, where we can actually showcase um, and age wines um, under ideal conditions um, for use for um, events and, and media and to showcase what the Barossa can do. So um, got together, um, about a $5 million build. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's so, magnificent. So, um, and that money had been raised by the barons and, and a lot of the local community and the generosity of uh, our sponsors and donors. Um, and um, all the, you know, all the, uh, a lot of the woodwork was, um, you know, donated by um, uh, AP John um, and Arns Engineering. So Stefan Arns, who was one of the barons um, yeah. in an engineering company, he he actually done a lot of the work here, and they have been very generous with their support, doing mm. a lot.
lot of the workout cost and, and donating quite a bit of time and effort um, into the cellar as well. Sure. Well, if we bring the listeners into the sort of vista, the view that we've got mm. out here. So we're, we're in Vinevale, yeah? We're sort of up in the... Yeah, we're, we're basically just on the, uh, I suppose, on the east, eastern side of the valley, just looking straight over Vinevale, so yep. really central Barossa. So you can actually see down to the south, so down a bit past Tanunda, so Bethany to the south. And then when you look up north, then you're starting to look out to Light Pass to the north. And you can nearly see my house. I'm far <laughs> north. I'm, I'm, I'm north of New York to Red Ebenezer. But um, you're sort of looking straight out and you, you can... You can pick um, sort of sort of to the northwest here the highest point in the hill that's you know the Mopper Hill so yes, yeah. um, so you've got the Mopper Ranges there and then just over that hill then then's Greenock so so sort of looking out out to west western you know the western ridge so to speak but yeah. this is most probably the, the the widest part of the valley here it gives you a great kind of overview of everything it does. doesn't it, it you does. know, sort of from north to all south. of the green that we see out there oh yeah blue skies right <laughs> green every square inch it's, is nearly yeah. covered by vines if it hasn't got a tree on it well and there's <laughs> There's a, there's, a, there's a vineyard right at the front of the building too and, I mean, that's that's the next thing to talk about, oh, right? Yeah, that's an amazing story. So. Yeah, I think I think that's most probably one of the, I suppose, the crowning achievements um, of, of this place and when we bring international guests here, we've got, we've got 75... Uh, sorry, 35 um, heritage vines uh, collections. So these these are where um, I suppose um, growers and also wineries have um, donated cuttings to to this um, collection of vines. Over 2,000 vines in this collection, mm-hmm. um, and all all these vines have got uh, in their own rights have been creating marvelous wines for years. And they've brought this collection together just in front of the uh, in front of this cellar here. So um, the whole the whole idea is to make wines. Um, um, wines offer these vines as well um, but also there's an opportunity for people to actually buy a vine in this cellar to be a part of something a bit um, a bit better um, mm. it will help pay um, for the cellar here so it's not quite fully paid for yet so <laughs> people can buy buy a vine um, and be a part of um, uh, I suppose the Barossa story I suppose and um, also um, uh, be, have an opportunity to purchase other wines that we have um, uh, that the barons make. So there's some pretty famous names on here. It's a isn't good lineup there. I mean, why don't we start with your family? Where's where's your yeah, where's so, your vine from? Oh, so 34. So the Hoffman family, our Darwitz block. So this is um, been going into Rockford's Basket Press for over 30 years. Um, yeah. Prior prior to that, um, you know, a little bit go, has been in going into Grange Hermitage. Um, goes into Glates Home and Ra currently as well. Yeah. Uh, I know you just you know. Set, yeah. Sammy, <laughs> You're really talking about now. Sammy, showing off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Oddy wines, uh, Torbrook oh, yeah. Runrig. Yeah. Um, so that's that's from, uh, I suppose, that's the old wines from the Darwitz block. But I also uh, snuck another block in as well. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, and that was from um, uh, my uh, godfather, Elmore Rare. So that was one of the original E&E blocks. So if, if you ever uh, uh, say like Elmore pepper. Rare, yeah, the E&E black pepper Shiraz. So, um, and that, that, now, that now also goes into... Uh, uh, Glates, Glates Roman Ra, um, John Deval, Elligay, mm-hmm. um, as well. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It is right. a you know there is um, some great great blocks in there, but yeah, it you, you can go through and um, you've got you know Grant Burge, he's got uh, his there, so they're Colin Burge Vineyard, so they're old vine there. Torbrick Vintners with their hillside vineyard. Um, you got Stein, you know Stone Garden Vineyards, Turkey Flats, Elderton Wines. The old Moor Room. That's my that's one of my favourite blocks in the in the Barossa. I love that block. Yeah. It's amazing. I, it, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think I was having a discussion yesterday with a with a group that was tasting wines, and you know, 
what's your, you know, what is best, um, what is best in the in the Barossa, and, and for me, um, it's actually expressions of style. Um, I'm not going to say that the North is better than the South, or hmm. Eden Valley is better hmm. than they're the just Western Ridge. They're, they're different, and um, it really depends on um, your taste and what you want. And you can sit there and say, well, I like this better mm. than that, and that that's fine. There's no, nothing wrong with that. But everyone's taste is slightly different. And, oh, totally. Uh, and for me, it all depends on how I wake up in the morning. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, is it? You know, is it? You know, this is this is a good Riesling day. Is this a red wine day or a white wine day? I would have said most of both. Well, you start off just the order. (laughs) Kick off with a Riesling, work through maybe a couple of sneaky beers. That's how we started yesterday. I think think what what I really like about the Barossa at the moment is is we're going through a little bit of a renaissance with Grenache. So we're just just Mm -hmm. seeing those, um, you know, the Grenache wines come through. They're just absolutely, absolutely Amazing. Absolutely amazing. We had some really lovely ones yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Sure yeah. did, um, absolutely. The Adrian, Zeppel we, stuff was great. Uh, and this is a, a call out to, to our listeners. Um, we are in the Barossa, however, you can still text in your questions uh, on 0456 965 965. Uh, and Christopher, thank you, Christopher, um, is right on it. And he's got a question for Morning, you, Christopher. Adrian. All <laughs> over it. <laughs> um, he's, he just wants you to talk to how you develop the relationships that you do such a, with such amazing producers. Well, I, I had a great opportunity. Um, I was actually crowned the first young ambassador for the Barossa back in uh, ni- 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gave me an opportunity. I was, I was actually working, working a barbecue down at the Central Market in Adelaide. Um, <laughs> and I was doing it with a few different winemakers. And um, there was a bloke there called Trevor Jones. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I started talk, having a chat to him. So um, it, it was, uh, I suppose, at that stage we were, you know, growing a lot of Shiraz, but we are only really delivering to two companies, or actually three companies at that stage, which was Rockford's, um, Penfold's um, and uh, Barossa Valley Estates. Um, and I started to actually think, well, you know, there's a lot of other people that want small parcels of premium fruit. So I started creating relationships with different winemakers and, you know, um, you know, at BVE there, there was uh, my dad and Colin had a relationship and that's where we started developing the relationship with uh, Ben Glatzer and myself. Um, and, then, and then from there, um, I suppose you nearly say the rest is history. So I, I walked away um, from a, you know, Penfolds at the time because mm. we, we were one of, the, one of their best growers growing um, top-end fruit and A-grade fruit for Penfolds. But um, I wanted to do deals with people that I could look in the eye and shake their hands. Mm. Um, I was very fortunate with John DeVar because I had left Penfolds a few years earlier. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure John wasn't allowed to go poaching um, his growers <laughs> from Penfolds when he left there, but because I left a few years earlier, um, it, it was one of the, you know, I was quite, um, quite happy when he knocked, knocked on my door and said, Adrian, can you supply me some fruit? And, yeah. mm. You know, you always start off with a little parcel. Um, mm. You know, the Sammy Oddy story, you know, once again, I call it the school of rock, so from Rockford and Torbrook, the seller hands that go through, they see the fruit, yeah. and then they come sort of knocking on your door and yep. go, oh, can you, can you find me a tonne or start, start me off with a tonne? And um, so the, the Sammy Oddy story, we started off with about a tonne of fruit back in 2008 and we've, we've developed, that, developed that now out to a, you know, a long-lasting relationship and, and this, this year he's sort, of, um, sort of capped where he is at around about sort of that 18, 18 ton, or 17 tonne mark yeah. um, and that's where, he, that's where he's comfortable in, in supplying. Yeah. So, well, because it's cult. Sammy Oddy's cult, isn't yeah. it? Cult so, so, yeah, so the little, the little wine. The, but, uh, you know, the success he's had with his little wine, which is a non-vintage yeah, wine. Yeah, it's like a multi-blend, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so it's awesome. Over, yeah, over different, um, over different vintages and the 
the vintage wine as well. So mm. yeah, I, I supply to, yeah, this vintage I supply to 40 different wine companies. Yeah. Fabulous. So, it must keep you pretty busy. Uh, are you I, still, um, are you still uh, producing White Frontignac for... Rockford? Yes. 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 Is that, that's a more, more of a homage to your grandfather, right? Yeah, no, definitely a homage to my grandfather is, mm. is the white fronty. I, if, if, I, if, I, if, it, if it was a commercial reality, it, it'd be gone already. <laughs> so you're not making any money. In it, and it's on, basically it's on prime, prime uh, Shiraz country. So. Right. But yeah, right. For, for nostalgic purposes. Labour of love. Yeah. yeah. That's so that, right. that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think out of my 150 hectare I manage, um, I reckon only one hectare of that is white. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just it a says something, doesn't it? Um, look, it's it's an awesome thing, you know, to uh, facility and you know, really for wine for Australia, right? Barossa, yes, but it's sort of bigger than that. You know, the, this site to have, I can just imagine, you know, you've got a, a fire pot out the front. I can just imagine, you know, on dusk, glass of bubbles and, you know, you, you're sort of standing in front of this fire pot looking out over the Barossa Valley, you know, that's pretty special for an international guest. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think the vision that um, the Barons had of this is pl- of this place and I suppose to for, for us to have a home, um, mm. we didn't really have a home, you know, they were getting going down to the Visitor Information Centre in the Main Street of Tanunda. Yeah. You know, it was, it was nice during vintage when a few trucks were rolling past, but now trucks aren't allowed to go down the Main Street either, so <laughs> it, 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 was, you know, it wasn't, it was quite sterile where, you know, now we've got a great place, um, a home to bring them to um, so Barossa Australia here with um, wine, um, grapes, wine and tourism, um, it is a home and, you know, you can have events here. Um, it's open, you know, the industry knows that it's available for use for them as well. So, yep. you know, to have a meeting here, like as grape growers, um, have a meeting here and, you know, I think you've got the lucky side of the table there. So, oh, so in, in, the, in, yep. the, in the fact that you, you know you, you, you're very hard to concentrate in a meeting when you're looking at the view out, out, out the front it's there. It's pretty so. nice. Yep. But, yeah. but like you mentioned before, it, you know it's green with vines. But um, the one thing about the Barossa, it's always green. So mm, yeah. whether it's green through vines during the spring and summer, or whether it's green during the winter because of the cover crops in the mid row, um, yeah. you know. And then what what I really like is um, you, it was most probably uh, most probably a few weeks ago when canola was in full flower so as you look towards the hills on the western ridge and on the western side there was still bright yellow fields of canola that were flowering as well mm. so Super. you know the, the tapestry and the mosaics of colors that come through um, is just fantastic yeah always splendid yes <laughs> there it is <laughs> so we were saying last night how, how did you even who even says splendid <laughs> anymore i Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. I, I actually think I use it in my, you know, my everyday terminology. <laughs> you're, you're splendid to my grouse. I um, think it's grouse. Adrian, thank you. Thanks for coming up and um, and letting us know, you know, about your your home and yeah. uh, we're in your home. And thank you for that. Um, it's it's awesome. Yes, and uh, yeah. well done. And Great to meet you. We didn't even Keep get to, to talk about the, the school program, but in you know, just an overview, you know, there are subjects for high school kids that are talking about wine, they make their own wine, and it, you know, if if it piques your interest, then off you go and, and explore that, right? Yeah, I think I think with the schools, it's basically giving them a, a tip, um, just dipping their toe in the water, because mm. a lot of a lot of kids that when they leave the school, that you know what they'll talk about, and you know when they do the graduation speeches and ceremonies, they go, "Oh, what are you doing next year?" Um, and and a lot of them, you know, instead of saying a gap year, a lot of them are saying, "Oh, I'm going to get a vintage job." Yeah. So they'll 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 get their vintage job. Um, that'll get a little bit of money behind them, and then they can do their travel or what they want to do. But the vines to wines course in Uri and, and I know they do do the same at um, Faith Lutheran College as well. Just gives them a good handling about 
where they are, um, mm. and I think it also gives them a respect for the for the industry as well, yeah, and, and, and being a part of it as well. So, sure. which yeah. is really good. Uh, all all my kids did it, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it gave them, I suppose, a bit of an understanding too, and, and how how they can talk to dad as well. You know, understand why grad, dad's grumpy at certain <laughs> times of the year, um, and why he's not there at twelve thirty at night. <laughs> yes, well, that's check on right. that firm, man. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. So yeah, no, yeah. so some fan, fantastic opportunities um, in the Barossa, and you know. To have the seller here to showcase um, some unique collections as well. So you're, you said you were at Sepultsfield, so there, there is a you know a hundred 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 years, so little bottles of port in the cellar as well. So hundred yeah, years of Sepultsfield yeah. as well. I yeah. did see a little couple of little ones in there as well. Yeah. So well, Adrian, thank you. Go and enjoy this amazing Barossa day, and um, yeah, we appreciate it very much coming up. Cheers. Thank you very thank much you. for having me.